Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the weekly, daily, episodic episode of KLP Aftermath live from Oxford College of Emory University. I am your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the show. We have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about here on today's show, uh, live from the special collections room as well. Uh, you guys know the set looks a little bit different. We added some lighting here. Uh, just to kind of improvise the lighting here, um, I noticed with our shows is, you know, we, we try to do as many uh, uh, lighting as we can, but if there's a way that we can do more lighting and add more lights to it, um, we do it. We make sure that it happens and we make sure that you guys enjoy. It's a, it, I would say this is a pretty big scale production that we do here for KLP Aftermath. If you guys notice, I'm rocking my AirPods that's connected to my computer. The reason for that being is because I left the house and I, when I was getting ready to set up, I said, dang it, I forgot my headphones. So it's one of those things that, you know, we, we improvise, we make sure that we have some sort of equipment. Um, I like to have the headphones in with the show. I just forgot them today. Um, it, you know, coming back and today's a beautiful Tuesday. And t- Tuesday, when I come to Oxford, when I come to work, Tuesday is actually my Monday. So I forgot. I forgot my headphones. So we've got a great uh, week coming up for you guys for sure. Um, I'll go ahead and announce some of the things we got coming up podcast-wise before we get into the juiciness of the podcast. Um, we did make a decision uh, at our studio to when we premiere our, our shows and record our shows. We're only going to be doing Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. This is when we're going to be doing our shows. I know it's a little bit upsetting to our fan base because back then, well, back a couple weeks back when we first started up until now, we've been doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday shows. But um, we actually, and this was a test from when we did last Friday, we couldn't do a podcast last Friday because we got really busy. Um, so I had to look at the schedule and say, okay, Friday, Saturday, Sundays are, and Mondays are really our busiest days where there's just no time to do a podcast. So. I made the decision now we're only going to be doing KLP Aftermath or recording KLP Aftermath Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Hopefully it doesn't put a bummer on a lot of people that's been listening to our show thus far. Um, it's just, you know, I have to cater to my work needs as well. So uh, it's just one of those things that, sorry, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday only is when we're going to be recording shows for you guys. And that's when really the days that we'll have time to kind of separate and take time and set up and do a record podcast, record, uh, request the special collection rooms, which I got to shout out Aaron Wright for making this happen. Um, 
something in the system where I schedule a podcast or schedule the special collections room. Sometimes it doesn't go through. So I want to thank her because she really, this the past two weeks, she's been really working with me, making sure that I got this room booked. Um, I have to go, and I mentioned this in previous shows, I have to go and request this room so that way it can be uh, the KOP Aftermaths set when we get ready to record. 530 to 630 on the dot. So I last weekend last week i don't know what happened and this week i requested it and then it didn't go through so i'd email her and say hey i need this room today and she made it happen so it's just thank you aaron wright thank you so much for making this this thing happen and working with me i promise you i'm gonna get this right i promise you i'll get it right for sure more news announcements before we get on to the juiciness i know you guys are thinking come on kennedy get with the show but it's jam-packed because we got a lot of things going. This next shout-out goes out to, of course, hate to cross brands a little bit, but I'm across brands, Georgia Gwinnett College. Um, if you guys don't know, Grizzly Fest is coming up this Saturday. And, of course, your host from KLP Aftermath, nominated director, the owner, founder of Live 94.6 The Grizz, where you can also listen to KLP Aftermath Live, Emory. That show, uh, that radio station has been booming. Thank you. I will be the MC for Grizzly Fest on Saturday morning, starting at 10. And if you guys didn't know what an MC was, it was kind of like a host for the event they got coming up. If you guys remember, I don't think my Emory people will know this, but my GGC people might have noticed back in 2019 when I participated in Grizzly Fest, I did a podcast around the whole event. It was super fun. A lot of people wanted to come on the show, and it was very, very great back in 2019. I was going to do it again in 2020, but obviously we all shut down in 2020. And of course, the GGC Alumni Association reached out to me this past weekend and say, hey, would you like to be the host of this event? Would you like to do MC for this event on Saturday? Of course, I said yes. I'm super excited to not only be at my uh, college that I graduated from, but to host and to uh, perform like a hosting thing, meet students, meet the Alumni Association. I'm very, very excited for that. Thank you, uh, the GGC Alumni Association and the School of Business for allowing me to come back on that campus and to host that show or host the event for you guys. So there it is. Very, very excited for some news. Now you guys came to the show. You guys are ready for the funness of this show. And first off, we're going to start off with our fun fact of today. You guys know, let me see if I can remember what we talked about in other episodes. We talked about the Tootsie Pop. We talked about Barbie from Mattel. We talked about the largest man. We talked about Heinz ketchup. And that's all I can remember. Uh, we, we talked about so many more uh uh, fun facts for other shows so if you didn't if, you, if you're just now listening to the show go back and listen to all the other episodes because you don't want to miss all the other episodes because we really dive in to the other episodes like we were going to do here on today's episode so our fun fact of today and i read this in my office and i wanted to kind of bring some knowledge to you guys because when i get up in the morning um, you know, I'm stretching, I'm making my bed, I handle personal needs, and then I go and fix me some breakfast. Of course, you guys know for my breakfast, I like to have hash browns, a little side of bacon if I got it, some orange juice or, or some cranberry juice, and some jelly toast. That's how I have my breakfast in the morning before coming to the office. I always say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So I really recommend making sure for you Emory students, when you get ready for your day, please be sure to go out and get you some breakfast before starting your day. So that way your day continue on at a great light for sure. But I want to read this fun fact for you guys because 
I had the same thing this morning for breakfast. I mentioned one of the breakfast uh, items that I mentioned earlier, just now, two seconds ago. Jelly toast is one of the things I like to have. Between jelly toast, a toaster strudel, or a cheese toast. I, I don't eat so much bread, so I have to pick which kind of the breadness or am I going to eat? Am I going to eat the jelly toast? Am I going to make some cheese toast? Will I have a toaster strudel that has bread in it? Which bread do I want? And I don't eat bread every day. I say this as a health kick for a lot, a lot of people out there don't eat bread every day, but eat it on occasion. I eat bread on occasion. I, I like to fix me a nice ham sandwich. I like to fix me a nice jelly toast. I like a nice little toaster strudel every now and then. So the difference between jam and jelly is that jam is made of mashed up fruit while jelly is made from the fruit juice. There's the difference between jam and jelly because back in my day when we wanted jelly, we was we say jelly or uh, strawberry spread is what it's called. The, the proper fancy term of what it's called is uh, jam spread, uh, strawberry spread or grape spread what the fancy folks say we say jelly we say jam um comment below and i'll probably put this in the in the question forum depending on your region region of where you're listening to us from do you say jam or do you say jelly even though they're two separate things sometimes people think those are the same thing i used to think they were the same thing until i got a little bit older and i realized the difference between jam and jelly of course now uh, jam is made of the mashed fruit jelly is made from the fruit juice um i say jelly between jelly or spread when i went to and i tell a true story and i'm gonna tell you two stories actually because these two stories are relevant to this to the jam and jelly when i was a kid back in the day i this felt like 20 years ago when i was a kid um we would i of course i went to elementary school and my siblings there i have two brothers and two sisters so there's a total of five of us that went to the same elementary school before they um broke it apart and we went to a different elementary school but shout out to my um making people because cynthia ware elementary school is was well it was a school that all five of us went there they tore down and then they they built bruce Ware. i don't even know if bruce Ware elementary is still there but cynthia ware is the elementary school that if you have a, a conversation with us family my family my two brothers and two sisters and we bring up cynthia Ware. we will reminisce all the epicness that happened in elementary school some things i don't really remember because i just don't remember some things you're going to remember so i remember cynthia Ware in uh elementary school uh i every day i ate jelly toast i ate jelly toast with the strawberry spread and my big brother shout out to my big brother alex and just a little click for him too shout out to him because if you guys didn't see i want to say episode four of the wonder years he is in that episode he's playing brian bum lee from the hit show the wonder years on abc and it is available on hulu bro if you're listening to the show i'm proud of your success of being in that show and hopefully you remain i'm sure if you're listening to the show you'll remember this story every day my brother Big brother Alex has to get, we get toast, right? He had to spread the jelly on my toast because I didn't know how when I was a kid. He did that every single day. And I was reminiscing that and I thought to myself, why did I do that? Why did I make my big brother spread my toast when I was more than capable? Because I was in elementary, so I was a little bit more than capable of spreading my toast 
I guess it was just the way my big brother did it. It was the way he spread it on the toast. I don't know. It was weird. But he had to spread the jelly on my toast when I was a kid. Very, very exciting um, that he did that. Because, you know, that's that brotherly love. He did that when we were kids. And we said jelly. Um, at the time, I said jelly. We all said jelly because we were young. Now, as we get older, um, I say strawberry spread now because that's the correct um, grammatical term for jelly and jam is spread, strawberry spread, or grape spread, or apple spread. They may apple jelly too. Um, and apple jelly is really good. Um, when I went to Gatlinburg with my mom, uh, my friends there, I almost said, <laughs> well, I'll say it. I, I'm not afraid. We, we call ourselves the mafia, but we're, we're not a mafia. I promise you guys, we're not the mafia, but that's my friend group that I hang out with. Um, in Gatlinburg, uh, I was, we were going to the grocery store and I said, okay, yeah, we got to get some strawberry spread. And my friend's like, are you kidding me? And I said, strawberry spread. And they like, um, I don't know what that, what that is. And I said, jelly. And they was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Jelly. Let's get jelly. So, you know, comment below. What do you say? How do you say it? Do you say strawberry spread, jelly, or jam? Which one do you say for sure? Now on to the podcast, KLP After Math, live from Oxford College of Emory University, where you guys listen to us Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Now we get on to the Eagle Post. News announcements for the Eagle Post. Very, very exciting because these are students and staff members coming together to write an article to let the student body know that there's an event going on. And of course, tonight is the night. Midnight Madness is officially here. Meet the athletic teams. I'll see the dance and cheer team perform. There will also be games, prizes, t-shirts, and pizza for everyone. The event will start at 10 p.m. We'll see you there. Hopefully students do come out for that for sure because that is a grand event for sure. Um, I probably won't be able to be at that event because we closed the building at 10 and I leave at 10. But tomorrow's episode, I am going to talk about it and see, um, get some insight about the show or about the event and see what happened. Of course, opening Thursday, Shakespeare in the Woods. Of course, join us in the forest for gender binding comedy. Uh, about escape Rosalind flees uh, to the country and discovers her love Orlando also on the run she disguises herself as a young man in order uh, in order or to and I hate the order woo part I don't, I don't really like that part I'm sorry I just it's an interesting uh, word there Orlando under the pretense of curing him of his love of course hijinks ensue including a wrestling match pop cult, uh, pop music excuse me debate club sexual um, escapades Uh, delicious melancholy melancholy cruelty to uh, shepherds and Italian lumberjacks so they're going out a lot for this um, as as you like it by William Shakespeare Um, of course the Ox Theater is presenting that and I think they were performing I did see one of the instructors um, in the aerobics room today or Williams Hall today getting something together for production so I I, I don't know what's going on there but they're they're working we're working on a lot of great things for sure Um, of course the next uh, step dance company presents Fence of course Fence is a journey into a messy world of power struggles and dismissed histories of an examination of how otherness can rob our power and become its source. Founded upon the dramatic, life-changing events, um, steps encountered 
as a child in Iran. Fence is a step dance, most political and social driven work to date. Of course, steps intentionally, physically, uh, movement, vocabulary, bonds with traditional uh, Iranian dance to explore unrest, felt personality, and globally environments so we've got a lot of great things coming up y'all we have so many great great creative things to come out i'm super excited for these things to come out too because it gets us excited we get to see it on campus and i really do hope you guys go out there and um, go to these events because let me tell you as we get through october and we're hitting november the season's coming to an end. You know, we're, we're we're talking about it here on the podcast and, you know, the season's coming to an end, but rest assured, January 2020, 2022, tongue twister there, of course, KOP Aftermath has been renewed for season two. So I, I'm excited for season two because we're going a little bit more, um, we're going a little bit bigger for our podcast. So I'm very, very excited for that for sure. So many great things to come out for the events. Of course, next we're going to transition over to the athletic um, department. As you guys know, I like to talk about athletics as well um, because it's exciting. But before we do that, I got a shout out to the library again. Hopefully you guys come to the library, you students come to the library, a beautiful library here on Oxford College. And of course, there is a flyer that came out on the tables there when you go to the library there's a lot of um, flyers that you can see out there magazines that can you can see out there the emory newspaper is out there too um someone posted this and i don't know who it is but i'm gonna give you some free promotion right now of course and i read it here volunteer the emory hope clinic is looking for volunteers to participate in the hiv research studies this is very important because you know, I say this to a lot of students here at Emory because we're getting older. Um, we had something like this when I was in college because you're exploring some things, you're seeing some things, you're getting older, um, you're fresh out of high school, and now you need to learn about HIV research and need to really take advantage of this. Of course, ba- basic qualifications, you have to be HIV negative. The age to do this is age 18 through 49 will be attending 15 studies visits over 18 months of course um this is coming from the get involved emory and this is kind of cool because um uh this this is really cool because get involved emory is is their get involvement center here on campus and of course gdc had something like this of course there's a phone number that you can contact it's 877-288-0048 um scan above to see your qualifications and there's some compensation too um they're paying out some compensation i think 1260 dollars to participate in the hiv research studies so uh, i don't think this is anonymous i think you got to put your information but this also helps um the you know hiv studies and just it's, it's very clinical and this is a great research so that way this educates people about these um sexual transmitted diseases like hiv um aids and so on and so forth so i really recommend you guys coming out to that um again that phone number is 877-288-0048 that's coming from uh, get involved emory that's their instagram all one word hash uh, the at sign get involved at 
Emory. So uh, hopefully you guys participate for that for sure. Let's get on to these uh, announcements here today. And I know this athlete, uh, this athlete, she's going to get tired of us talking about her on this podcast, but she's just doing really well. Of course, Julia Danko earned second National Athlete of the Week honors. If you guys remember, we talked about Miss Danko and another podcast episode way back a couple of weeks ago maybe about two weeks ago when she first won her first national athlete honors of the week but now in the month of october this is her second win for the national athletics of the week the united states track and field cross country coaches association name cross country's julia denko as the national athletic of the week for the uh, the njcaa division three this is the second time the sophomore has earned this award, and as uh, first coming two weeks ago, Denko is the third Eagle to earn the award multiple uh, times. Of course, Denko, excuse me, Denko reached, uh, raced her second event um, of the year this past weekend at Barry College. Of course, uh, the Barry College Invitational, where she finished seventh place. In both of her races, she was the top uh, NJCAA runner to finish regardless of division. So very congratulations to Julia Dangle. I mean, this is a historic moment where you're winning second time. You know, it's it's very, very historic. And I just needed to shout her out on the podcast because, you know, this is an athlete that relates to her studies, give back to the community, but she works really hard as an athlete. I've seen, I haven't seen the cross country. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. I've seen cross country train at the soccer field. And let me tell you, those, those men and women, they're running, they're running hard. And kudos to them because I can jog. That's the, that's the only thing I can do is, is jog. I cannot run to the extent of these athletes so kudos to you of course athletics is an athletic week because yesterday we've had women's soccer's uh sophomore night of course unfortunately they did fall to uh Oglethorpe that was their next match that they had in attendance but they fell through um with Oglethorpe University and of course tonight very exciting because after this podcast tonight the men's will be having their senior night against and going against Andrew College. And of course, this coming Saturday will be a basketball game. Recommend you guys coming out to the game on Saturday because let me tell you, that scrimmage, real quick, that scrimmage, we talked about the scrimmage. Well, we saw the scrimmage. We were going to talk about it on today's show, and I was just rambling on about other things. But that scrimmage last week at basketball was electrifying. I don't know if you guys saw it on my Instagram. Of course, I did a little recording there. It was electrifying because a lot of students did come out to the scrimmage match to see the men play. And it was very, very exciting. The energy was there. They ended up winning their scrimmage as well because of the energy of student involvement coming out. It felt like a fiesta at the uh, Williams Gym basketball court last week when Emory Eagles took on, I forgot the team name, but they took on their, their opponent at the match. So if you are an Emory student, who or Oxford College Emory student, I, I need to say, and you haven't been to a basketball game yet, I really recommend you guys going out there to that basketball game this coming uh, this coming uh, uh, Saturday because that Saturday is going to be very, very 
interesting. Now, the last subject for our podcast here today, KOP Aftermath, and again, we're jam-packed today. We've, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We're, we're over 22 minutes now in this podcast, but it's good because you guys love it. Of course, this home cook's invisible pizza is going viral, internet reacts. And I read this today in the office, and I just wanted to talk about it because it's, it's, a, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Internet's blowing things up. And I want to read about it. And I want to talk about it. Of course, Michael Legger, a home cook inspiring, inspiring to be a Michael, uh, excuse me, Michael, Michael and star chef. Don't know what that means. Shared a short recipe for invisible pizza for YouTube shorts. Of course, I looked at it and I don't know what this, this, this looks kind of weird, but it's, it's there. Melted cheese, bare toppings, and a sprinkle of oregano uh, on a dash of chili flakes. Yes. We are defining, we're definitely talking about pizza. Most of us had our different preferences when it comes to the tasty dish. I prefer Papa John's. Um, When we had a basketball game, they were Papa John's. I prefer Papa John's, just going out there. They have the best pizza, I think. Um, Most of us had different uh, preferences, of course, but we have tried a pizza that is invisible. A home cook from the U.S. has come with a particular dish on the internet is quite interesting as well as confusing with the end results. Of course, Michael Legger, uh, a home cook inspiring to be a uh, star star chef. Of course, this clip was featured on YouTube's official Instagram page and it has now gone viral. The video shows Michael making a crystal pizza-based topping with buffalo mozzarella spears, tomato, caviar. The whole dish is made through scientific methods, of course. Um, this was very interesting, and I saw, and of course, by reading it, it, it looks different, but it looks like it looks kind of tasty. I don't, I'm trying to make out what this is supposed to look like because it's, they say it's supposed to taste like pizza, uh, the invisible uh, recipe here. And as I get my phone here, it just looks like crystals and, and oregano and a little bit of some cheese. But this is the invisible pizza, so it's very interesting that they that he made this, and it looks like art. Honestly, it really does look like art uh, on Chef, and you know I like to cook too, but I've never seen anything like this before. But it's it's real, y'all. The invisible pizza is real. Go check it out on his Instagram. That's Michael Ligger's um, Instagram. That's one word. Got a recipe for you. It reads in the caption. It's very interesting, and a lot of people. People loving it, people are hating it. So I don't know the reason for this. I would just go for regular pizza. I like bread, cheese, sauce. I like it all. I, I like bread, cheese, sauce. Um, but it has gone viral. So maybe he has a reason for that as well. So that's gonna wrap it up here. KOP aftermath. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episodic show. We talked about a lot of great things here on today's show. I want to thank the librarians for working with me for the special collection rooms because I really love this room when we record our podcast. And please be sure to check out all of our audio radio shows, SNN, GNM, and this new show, Channel Space, is now available for both radio stations of ours, Swanky 93.3, the radio station, and also Live 94.6, the Grizz radio station. Two radio stations where you can listen to KLP Aftermath uh, live. And if you're watching the video version of this podcast, this talk show rather, on YouTube and Daily Motion, go ahead and give us a like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to hit the bell notification so that way you don't miss an episode of KLP Aftermath 
live from Emory. So that's going to do it. As always, I like to say stay safe, drink water every 15 minutes. Please wear your mask when you're in public because COVID-19 is still here. It's still upon us. As always, I like to say stay safe, stay swanky. today's show please head over to itunes give us a rating and leave a review please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice the opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.